It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. It's not dead. We're finally back after a couple months of playoffs and being sad about the Raptors and not wanting to do this thing and kind of forgetting to do it. Uh, we're back and I'm, of course, your host, Sean Woodley. Pleased to have you with us for day seven or something of competition. We're in the Elite Eight finally getting it kicked off. We're going to do the first two of the Elite Eight matchups in today's podcast. Uh, and we got a bunch of contestants ready to go through this thing. It's going to be exciting. Uh, just a refresher on how this all works. Each matchup will feature seven questions in honor of our dearly departed pasta and sauce salesman, Andrea Bargnani. At the end of seven questions, the contestant with the most points will be declared the winner and will advance to the next round, the semifinals of the tournament. The final question is the battle round. It's a multi-answer question in which the contestants will alternate answers going back and forth uh, until every available answer has been guessed or one of them gets three strikes. And whoever has the most points at the end, once again, will be the winner. So without further ado, let's meet our contestants for the opening matchup of the Elite Eight. Uh, two months off. <laughs> the two, they've been in the Elite Eight for two months, have been sitting there kind of waiting in the wings. So let's introduce them now. Uh, first up from the score, it's our pal John Chick. What's going on, man? Ahoy, how you doing? Pretty? It's, like, uh, da- it's like Davis Cup tennis. You just wait months to play <laughs> in the next round. <laughs> that's, uh, that's not a bad analogy at all. Uh, and up against John in today's episode, today's matchup, is our, our pal Chuck. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. Is it Chuck Charles? I can't remember. Charles or uh, Chuck? Chuck for Charles, either way. I think, I think I was going Charles before. Either way. So, yeah, either way. You guys are uh, in the, uh, what the hell region are you in? You're in the Mike James region, of course. Uh, John's the 9 seed. Charles is the 13 seed. So some upset picks making their way through the tournament here. The seeding was pretty bad. The committee didn't do a very good job. But hey. Here we are. Uh, are you guys ready to get this good thing going? You're going to buzz in with your first names. Uh, any questions before we get this started? Uh, I think we're good to go. All right, let's I'm do good. this thing. Uh, all right, question number one. Here we go. What is the Raptors' franchise record for number of playoff games contested in a given year? As in most playoff games played in a given season. Yes. Um uh, Charles. Charles. Uh, is it uh, 20? 20 is the correct answer. The 2015-16 season, of course, they went to the conference finals. They played 20 games, 7 against the Pacers, 7 against the Heat, although I would wish to forget most of those games, and then 6 <laughs> against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, Char- Charles, you're on the board with your first point. Uh, i got to get my makeshift scoreboard going here. Uh, but, uh, this uh, I'm... As I as I alluded to before we came on air, I'm pretty hungover today, so I'm not prepared whatsoever. Um, <laughs> no, we'll work through it, man. Yeah. All right, yeah. Charles, you got the first point. It's one nothing after one question. Let's move on to question number two. Question two is this: What item did the Raptors give out to the first 1,200 fans in attendance for Game Five of their first round series with the Nets in 2014? Oh God. 
Charles. Charles. Was that the uh, lint roller thing? That was the lint roller thing. Of course, <laughs> during game two of that series, Drake was seen on the sidelines just like ferociously lint rolling his pants. It became a thing, <laughs> and they gave out Drake-branded lint rollers for the first 1,200 fans, which I, that's got to be a pretty cool collector's item, i got to say. I, I haven't really looked up. Maybe I could look on eBay to see if I could find one. Um, but for only 1,200 people to have that in their possession is uh, pretty rare, rarefied air. Uh, Charles, off to a hot start. It's 2-0 so far through two questions. John, you got plenty of time here, but start getting your shit together. Yeah, you? you just beat me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question here. Uh, question three. Against what team did Kyle Lowry score his 2017-18 season high in points? Against what team did Kyle Lowry score his 2017-18 season high in points? Charles. Charles. Uh, no idea, so I'll just say a big team that sucks and say the Knicks. Uh, that is incorrect. It was not the New York Knicks. Uh, John, you have a chance to steal. Mm, I, I remember this. I remember the game, but I don't remember they played. Then you don't remember the game. I remember. <laughs> I remember him scoring. Um, I believe it was what forty. Gonna need an answer. Philadelphia. Was not the Philadelphia 76ers. The correct answer, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Right. In Minnesota, January 20th, he had 40 points on 14-25, shooting 6-10 from deep, 5 assists, 5 boards. They lost that game. It was stupid. I watched that in, in a casino because um, I didn't want to bet money, so I just sat at the bar and uh, I watched Kyle Lowry put up a, a valiant effort in a loss to the Which Timberwolves. Which casino was that? Uh, Falls View? Or yeah, the one of the ones in uh, Niagara okay. Falls. It might, I think it was the crappier one in Niagara Falls. So I don't know how that one's <laughs> Casino called. Niagara. That's the one. Yep, that Casino Niagara. Uh, all right. So no points given out on that one, right? No one. Yeah, no. I had to give the answer for that. Uh, so it's two nothing still for Charles after three questions. Question number four goes like this: Kobe Bryant wasn't the only player to have an all-time great performance on January twenty-second, two thousand six. Which Raptor posted a line of 26 points and 10 assists on a 10 of 15 shooting and a mark of 6 of 8 from deep in the same game that Kobe Bryant dropped 81 on the Raptors? John. John. Is it Danielle Marshall? It is not Danielle Marshall. Fuck. Uh, Charles, you have a chance to steal here. Uh, Jalen Rose? It was not Jalen Rose. Um, if he had put up that line, he might be a little bit, little, little harder to make fun of for allowing 81 points. Um, but no, you, there was a hint earlier. There was a hint earlier in today's show. Uh, the bracket you guys are in, the Mike James region. Oh, yeah, Mike James. This is deep in the second half of the 2005-2006 season, in which Mike James did not care about anything. Um, but hey, pretty good shooting night from him. So good on you, Mike James. I suppose 10 assists from him seems weird. That was his like. All-star season, basically. Well, yeah. I think only season for the Raptors, but yeah. Yeah, no, the the, the Mike James exploits are uh, well mined yeah. trivia yeah. ground on this uh, on this here tournament. Uh, I'm feeling hungover myself that I didn't get that. <laughs> uh, all right, so still two nothing after four questions for Charles. Let's move on to question number five. 
Steve Novak and Marcus Canby were two of the three players traded by the Knicks to Toronto in the Andrea Bargnani trade in the summer of 2013. Who was the third player who would later be waived by the Raptors before camp who was involved in that trade coming to the Raptors? You guys definitely... Uh, I, I thought this might stump people, so you guys are living up to what I expected. The third player, in addition to Steve Novak and Marcus Camby, that came along uh, in the Andrea Bargnani trade from the Knicks. I remember there was a third player, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> are you guys both stumped here? I am. Yeah, I think I'm going to throw the towel in on this one. All right, the correct answer, of course. And in hindsight, a player that maybe could have been useful, although he was well past his prime. Quentin Richardson. Right. Yeah. Oh, Q-Rich. Yeah. yeah. Sort of former Raptor, Quentin Richardson. Uh, of course, never played a game with the team, but still pretty cool. I loved Quentin Richardson back in the day. That was uh, an easy guy to like on yeah, those sounds, old yeah. teams. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we are moving on to question number six. It is still 2 nothing for Charles. Question six goes like this. And, by the way, this, uh, this question comes with a bonus point at the end. If you get the first part of it right, you can steal a second point with the bonus uh, correct answer. So here we go. The highest single-season PER in Raptors history is 25.0. Which player holds that record? And for a bonus point, what season was that record set in? John. John. Uh... Vince Carter, 2000-2001. Both incorrect. Uh, oh. Charles, you have a chance to steal. Oh, I was going to guess Vince. Bosch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Bosch is correct. Ooh, what uh, year? 06-07? Uh, uh, no, the correct answer is 2009-10. You do get one point for that, uh, though. So you're okay. going into the battle round with a three-point lead. Uh, still not over by any means, but uh, it's not looking great for Chick right now. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on now to the battle round question. As I mentioned, Charles leads 3-0. So he will go first uh, as, as we answer this question. Uh, which one do I want to use here? Let's go with this one here. Name the top 10 players originally drafted by the Toronto Raptors in terms of total games played in the NBA. Once again, you go back and forth. Uh, Charles first, back to John. Three strikes and you're done. And uh, just uh, Charles, if you have a name, start it, start it now. Name the top right, ten players. Player. Sorry? No, sorry. Say the, yeah, the yeah. question again. Top ten players originally drafted by the Raptors in terms of total games played in the NBA. Okay. Uh, well, Vince Carter. Vince Carter oh, no. is incorrect. Of course. So that is your first strike. Was not drafted by the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, that was stupid. So, John, there's a little bit of window of opportunity here for you. The first strike for Charles. John, over to you. Uh, Morris Peterson? Morris Peterson is correct. He is sixth on the list with 711 career games. Uh, Charles, back over to you. Okay, let's go with. uh, Is Tamar on the list yet? DeMar Rosen is on the list. He is 7th with 675 career games played. So it's 1-1. One, one. one strike for Charles. John, back over to you. Uh, Bosch. Chris Bosch is correct. He's 4th with 893 career games played. Charles, over to you. Uh, JV? 
Jonas Valanciunas is incorrect. He oh is not God. on this top ten list just yet. I believe he's close. Uh, so that's a second strike for Charles. John, it's back over to you. Uh, Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady is correct. He is third with 938 career games played. So it's 3-1. Charles, you have two strikes, so if you get another strike, John's going to have a chance to shoot the moon and go for the win here. Uh, let's go with uh, Marcus Camby. Marcus Camby is correct. He's second with 973 career games played. Uh, you stay alive. It's 3-2. John, back over to you. Um, Going to need an answer from you. Um, man, I hate to do this uh, in front of you, but uh, Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross is incorrect, unfortunately. Uh, Damn it. He'll get there because he's going to play forever and ever and ever, but he's not quite there just yet. Uh, so it's 3-2 for John, uh, one strike for John, two for Charles. Charles, back over to you. Okay, I feel bad about this, but he always seems to come up in lists where he shouldn't be. Uh, Andrea Bargnani. <laughs> Andrea Bargnani is incorrect. Oh, no. He's not on this list. <laughs> one time I have faith in him. <laughs> <laughs> Showed you. Uh, all right, so that's your third strike. John, right. you are currently down overall by a score of 5-3. to three. So if you get three correct answers before picking up your third strike, you will win. Okay. Um, originally drafted by the Raptors. Damon Stoudemire. Damon Stoudemire is correct. He is fifth with 878 career games played. So now it is uh, 5-4. You can tie it at least if you get one more correct. You still have two strikes to work with. And there are four players remaining. And this is overall NBA games? Yes. So, so Antoine Jameson would be one of the guys there. Anton Jameson is correct. Uh, number one, actually, with 1,083 career games played. It lasted a long time. Very good pull. Uh, so you have at least clinched a tie, but you have two strikes to work with and three players still on the board. I'm trying to go year by year who they drafted, but obviously there's gaps and I'm not remembering. <laughs> many, many gaps. Uh Bad trades and whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't want to give up a strike by guessing. Um, Gonna need something. Um, Charlie Villanueva. Charlie Villanueva is correct. He is ninth really? with 656 career games played. So, uh, oh shit, you win. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Dude, I've, I've backed into like two of these now. So yeah, no, fun. that's, uh, I lost track of where you were at. That's a bloody impressive comeback. Do you want to dunk on Charles a little bit with the last two? Uh, no, because I'm honestly, I, like, I guess Charlie TV, but I forgot that he actually did play a couple years for Milwaukee and I guess Dallas, right. but. I didn't think he was even on that list. Yeah, no. I, 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 Kareem Rush. I know they drafted that guy. I don't think he lasted very long in the NBA. He did not. Uh, number eight on this list is Roy Hibbert with 662 career yeah, games. And then oh. number 10 is Ed Davis with 559. Uh, yeah. Nice. 
So, congratulations, John. You got some ones that I did not think you were going to get. The Jameson one, I thought, was a sort of a, a sneaky, tricky one, even though he's number one. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, when you said that earlier, I'm like, oh, hold up. So, yeah, yeah he laughed. I said Jameson and then somehow blanked on it afterwards. <laughs> uh, so, John, congratulations, man. You're moving on to the semifinals. You're going to take on the winner of Vivek Jacob and Russell Peddle. Uh, that matchup's going to go next week. Uh, very exciting. Uh, quite the magical run for the nine seed. I, th- I believe yeah, you were a last-minute injury I haven't replacement a good too. Game, but like I somehow keep winning. Yeah, uh, you were an injury replacement too, right? Like you were in yeah. like last minute. Yeah, your matchup against Seerit in the first round it might be still the best matchup we've seen so far. Yeah, that uh, was low scoring, but it was it was good. Yeah, it was. It was tense. Uh, a good finish once again. And another great finish here. So, John, congratulations. Anything you want to say in victory? No, I just uh, yeah, I can't believe I'm here. It's an <laughs> Charles, uh, it was a spirited run from you. A couple wins in the tournament. There's nothing to be upset about here. You knocked off a couple of heavy hitters in Andrew Potter and Joe Wolfond as well. So you have nothing but uh, your those two wins to be proud of, I suppose. Is, is, do you have anything uh, in defeat that you'd like to say? Uh, no, good job, John. I think it was in the spirit of the Raptors that I did well when the questions didn't matter and then totally choked me. <laughs> yeah. I, that's the most Raptors thing you can do. Yeah, you're, that's, you're, uh, probably, you're probably right, man. A good competition, though. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks so much. Uh, listeners, sorry this thanks, one was man. so disjointed. It's the first one I've recorded in a couple months, and I forgot how I do it. And, uh, yeah, not, also not feeling so good today. So uh, we're going to be back in just a second. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with our second and final matchup of today's action between Justin Rowan and Dan Grant. Yes, Justin Rowan's still alive. I don't get it either. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. One matchup in the books uh, of the quarterfinals. Congratulations to John Chick for his comeback victory. Moving on to the semifinals to take on the winner of Vivek Jacob and Russell Peddle in the Mike James region. But we're switching our attention over now to the Andrea Bargnani region. Uh, the sixth, the two six matchup. Yeah, that's what we're at. The two seed. Dan Grant is with us. Dan, how's it going, buddy? It's going very well. Yeah, it's a bit of an unorthodox sound setup we've got going. So I hope there's no chicanery or malfeasance. But yeah, I'm doing well. Your voice is booming enough that it kind of cuts through any strange doings of broadcast equipment or acoustics. It just it's so powerful that it sounds good no matter what the situation is. So thank you for wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and joining us, also a person with a voice, uh, the host of the Chase Down <laughs> podcast, somehow has made it to this far in the, in the tournament. I think with two three-one comebacks as well, which is just exhausting. Uh, from the Chase Down <laughs> and Fear the Sword, it's Justin Rowan. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing well. I, I don't like him using big words right off the bat. It's making me uncomfortable. I, I already <laughs> feel like my back's up against the wall with being the sixth seed, but this is it seems like overkill. As I outlined, the seeding in this does not really make all that much sense. Uh, a lot of, like, the last matchup was a 9 versus a 13. It just, it's not really how it worked out. The best seeds weren't always the best, except... Uh, it's nice to see a Raptors fan say that the seeding doesn't matter. Oh, just, 
go away. I'm rigging this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeding Dan the answers on a separate DM right now. So I believe it. I yeah. believe it. <laughs> um, but as I, you know, against what I just said, the claim I just made about my poor seating, this region has kind of gone chalk a little bit. Aside from Justin, I mean, Dan Grant, the number two seed, uh, on track to face Josh Lewinberg in the next round if Josh can yeah. pull out a victory in his uh, quarterfinal matchup as well, but Josh has steamrolled through this tournament so far. Dan also has done a pretty good job too. This should be a good matchup because Justin has like inexplicably been pretty good as well. I feel like you watch more of the Raptors than maybe you let on, um, and that has helped with. What some... do you mean more than I let on? I've I've said that I've watched almost every game of theirs for the last like fifteen years. Okay, yeah, you have said that. <laughs> Never mind. Don't just disregard me. What? Let's get to the shit. You guys ready? <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to make you look bad over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you making it to the finals of this tournament would be like the Vegas Golden Knights doing some shit. It just completely oh, yeah. invalidates. LeBron hitting turnaround jumpers. Uh... <laughs> so don't worry. Very soon, we both Justin, Dan, and I will all be able to be sad about LeBron James very soon. So uh, yep. not too worried about it. Uh, all right. You guys know the rules. Seven questions. The last question is the battle round question with multiple answers. You guys go back and forth until three strikes are acquired by somebody or the game is clinched or it all sorts itself out. Uh, you guys buzz in with your first names, and that's about it. There's a couple questions that I might offer bonus points for, so stay tuned for those as well. And uh, okay. ready to go, guys? Yes, sir. All right, let's do this. All right, question number one. In a new promotion instituted this season, those attending a Raptors game this past year retreated to what delicacy in the event of the Raptors hitting 12 three-pointers? Justin. Justin. Um, God, I don't know, but I'm going to go Pizza Pizza. <laughs> uh, pizza Pizza is incorrect. Damn it. Uh, Dan. Yes. I don't know this, but I'm going to guess I will say uh, a Sweet Jesus ice cream. Dear God, No. What's wrong with you? I don't people? know, man. It's Popeye's Listen, chicken we, we, tenders, okay? We don't we don't all have press passes, Sean. <laughs> I, I thought it's gonna be at a real disadvantage here as the the Winnipeg yeah. guys. <laughs> Evidently not. No, the correct answer is Popeye's chicken tenders. You can get three That's chicken tenders time. for free whenever they hit Ooh, 12 yeah. threes. And the culture reset was uh, very bad for some people's waistlines, I believe, because <laughs> they hit three twelve three pointers a lot. Uh, also there was like uh, some controversy because th- they did it pretty early in the season in like the first or second game that they offered the promotion and then like they sold out of chicken tenders like province wide because people went and bought them and they canceled <laughs> it for a little bit and then there was uh-huh. enough public outrage that they brought it back um, but you only had you had to have the, the the Raptors app in order to use it it wasn't you didn't have tickets to the game per se um, uh-huh. but if you had the app though they would uh, sort of send a notification like, hey, go get your tenders, fat person. And uh, being the fat person that I am, I went and got chicken tenders quite a bit. This is all very uh, fascinating. Chicken tenders. I didn't know any of this. I really? can't believe I missed all of this. I love Popeyes. <laughs> I live very close to one. So Alex, anyway. Wong, Alex Wong did some excellent reporting on the matter early in the season as well. Uh, okay. he, he was mostly, he just, he, I think he was the first person to realize it was a thing. Um, but he is the authority on the matter, so... That that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Yeah, defer your questions to Alex uh, on all things Popeyes. But yeah, uh, good promotion. Hope it's back next year, because Popeyes rules. Uh, So no points for either of you after the first question. Uh, Sorry, i got to make my scoreboard here again. Uh, uh, There you go. A match-uply occurrence on this, where I forget to get my scoreboard (laughs) ready until after we start, because I'm shitty at this. 
Uh, All right. Stalling with words and noises. Yeah, that's <laughs> podcasting for you, right? You you know, Justin. Oh, did I? Real heads <laughs> know. Uh, all right, so scoreless after the first question, we're going to move on to question number two, and it goes like this. What is Oliver Miller's listed weight on basketball reference? Dan. Dan. 285 pounds. Uh, I probably should have said before you quickly answered. Uh, I was going to go closest to the pin on this one. Um, uh, okay. But That's so okay. we'll take 285 oh. as your guess. Uh, Justin, sure. what, what do you got? So closest without going over? Uh, no, closest just to it. Oh, uh, I'll go 280. What's that sound that they play when they get it exactly right on The Price is Right? Because you just got it exactly right. It's 280 pounds on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had absolutely no idea. I was just going close uh, to what Dan said. It's also like <laughs> definitely hoping, a lie. I was hoping you'd go, yeah. <laughs> if I was me, I mean, I was you. I would have gone two eighty six because then you got everything above, and then you did two eighty, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this. And then you got it right on, So also two eighty is most go. certainly a lie. Oliver Miller was yeah, way more than two hundred eighty pounds. My God, that dude Man, was like three hundred. As, as someone who weighs two hundred eighty pounds, there's no way. <laughs> There's no way that Oliver Miller weighed 280 pounds. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, the yeah. blessed Oliver Miller. I feel like in today's day and age, he'd be much more of a cult hero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so, I, it's I Justin. What's that? I do not remember him at all. Uh, he was a heavy man. <laughs> he was on the original Raptors team as well. Oh. Big O. Yeah. Uh, so, it's one nothing Justin after two questions. Some crazy stuff's going on. I don't know. This doesn't look great. Uh, let's go to question number three. Here it is. This one, there's two answers. You have to get both correct in order to get the point because it's kind of easy yeah. if you just get one. So here we go. Two head coaches in Raptors history have failed to coach at least 100 games for the team. Name those two coaches. Dan. Dan. Uh, Brendan Malone and Kevin O'Neill. Those are the correct answers. Of course, they both yeah. lasted just one full season. The Kevin Malone season – sorry, Kevin Malone <laughs> – uh, Kevin O'Neill season in particular was uh, particularly awful. That, that was good English, Sean. Yeah. Way to way that to... was the one. Speaking of food promotions, they used to do they do the pizza pizza when they got a hundred points. And yeah. during that season, they were averaging like eighty points a game. So yeah. they started to do this thing where the Raptor pulled the number out of a bag, and if they got to whatever <laughs> number it was, they would give away the pizza. And it was usually like somewhere between seventy-five and eighty-five points. It was glorious. This is the kind of color we we have you on the show for. This is uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm so Neil Marshall turned the bag back then. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, everyone has listened to this episode, of course, but uh, just to regale people, the episode I did with Glenn Grunwald, he mentioned that during the Kevin O'Neill season, the NBA actually called him and was like, "Why, why can't you score points?" Because like, <laughs> they actually called concern because their offense was so bad and they were just like mystified by the 65 points they were putting up like every week. Um, so yeah, Kevin O'Neill. Bad coach. Uh, yeah. Good answer uh, from Dan, yeah. though. It's 1-1 one, one through three questions. Let's move on to the next question here. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, here we go. Question number four. What item did the Raptors give out to the first 1,200 fans in attendance for Game 5 of their first round series with the Nets in 2014? Dan. Dan. Uh, what item? Uh, a OVO t-shirt? That is incorrect. Justin, you have a chance okay. to steal. Um, in 2014? Yes. I'm going to go DeMar DeRozan bobblehead. That is also incorrect. The correct answer, of course, are the OVO-themed lint rollers. Ah, uh, oh, <laughs> God, I should have got that. Of course, Drake. My head was in the right place. I see, I see what you're doing, though. You're doing all these uh, promotions at the ACC. Uh, that's the last <laughs> of those questions. Uh, so. Yeah. But, yeah, lint rollers. Uh, Drake was seen on the sideline lint rolling his pants during game two, and yeah, apparently yeah. that God. called for 1,200 yeah. lint rollers to be made and put out into the world. Uh, I really am excited for the episode of Pawn Stars when one of those lint rollers comes through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. Uh, what, what's that? I said, I don't I've know. Like, he can uh, determine whether or not that's authentic. <laughs> we'll send it away. Yeah. Good job, Chum Lee, or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one here. Uh, question number five. It's tied 1 1. It goes like this. Kobe Bryant was not the only player to have an all-time great performance on January 22nd, 2006. Which Raptor posted a line of 26 points and 10 assists on 10 of 15 shooting and 6 of 8 from deep in the same game Kobe Bryant scored 81 on the Raptors? Ooh. And I was Dan. I'm going to say Mike James. You're going to say Mike James. And you're going to be correct. Uh, yeah. Th- this was the the winter of Mike James, I guess would be it was. the best it was way to describe the end of this break. season. What an awful, yeah. awful game and team and everything. Uh, glad Mike James got the bag, though, from the T-Wolves or wherever the hell he got paid. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, so 2-1 Dan. He's got the lead after five questions. One more question before the battle round. Let's go with... Uh, sounds again kill some time here we go question number six Steve Novak and Marcus Camby were two of the three players traded by the Knicks to Toronto in the Andrea Bargnani trade in the summer of 2013 who was the third player involved in that trade coming to the Raptors who the Raptors would later wave Justin Justin (laughs) Landry Fields Uh, incorrect oh shit you got your time you got your summers messed up Dang. Uh, disappointing. Let me finish the question. Uh, this guy was later waived by the team. He was the third player involved in the deal, along with Steve Novak and Marcus Camby. Dan, you have a chance to steal. Yeah. Is it... Uh, oh, what's his name? I'm going to get his name wrong. Is it Chris Jeffries? It's not Chris Jeffries, although that is a good uh-huh. pull. He was definitely traded at some point by the Raptors, probably. Right. Um, to the uh, was it someone that came from another team? No, the correct answer is Quentin Richardson. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I forgot about yeah. Remember when he was a thing? I, he was good. He was awesome. Yeah. Those Suns teams. He was teams. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Uh, never played for the Raptors, of course, but was a Raptor in spirit for a time at least. Uh, yeah. We were talking, talk, going to talk about something. Oh, Landry Fields. Yeah. 
Justin, what do you like? Landry Fields' saga is entirely separate from anything involving Andrea Bargnani. Of course, yeah, that I was. Know. I was just thinking, guy that came over from the Knicks. Yeah, that was Brian was... Colangelo's grand vision to sign Landry Fields to an offer sheet so the Knicks wouldn't be able to sign Steve Nash, therefore allowing the Raptors to sign Steve Nash. The Raptors did not get Steve Nash. They got stuck with Landry Fields and his bum arm, and uh, this is where we are today. Although it's, pretty, it's probably pretty good they didn't get Steve Nash because he broke down right quick after that yeah, trade. So it was very good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, no, no points for that one. It's 2-1 going into the final round here. And uh, let's do this thing here. You guys know how it works. Dan, you're going to go first because you're leading. And here we go. 11 different players played in Rudy Gay's first game with the Raptors in... Oh, my God. It, I believe February 1st, 2013. Yes, that's the date here. It was a 98-73 win over the LA Clippers. Uh, name the 11 players who played in, or the 10 players outside of Rudy Gay who played in this game uh, for the Raptors. Rudy Gay, of course, uh, in this game, probably his best shooting night ever for the Raptors. 20 points on 8 of 16 shooting, 3 of 6 from deep, 3 boards, 1 assist, and a plus 20 off the bench. Again, 10 that other players played. Possible. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, ten other players played in this game. We'll start with you, Dan. What do you got? DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan is correct. He played uh, 34 minutes, 19 points, 7 assists, 2 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 block, 8 of 17 shooting, and a plus 31. Uh, Justin, it's over to you. Um, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is... Correct. He started, played 32 minutes, just three points on one of six shooting, eight assists, five rebounds, and a plus 28. Because, sure. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Doing the little things. Doing the little things, uh, even when he's not shooting well. It's 1-1 in the battle round. Uh, no strikes for anybody. Dan's back over to you. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Jonas Valanciunas is correct. He came off the bench, played 13 minutes for zero points, three rebounds, O of one shooting. That what? That's a weird line for him off the. When did he ever come off the bench? This seems weird. Yeah, to be honest, it would have been his first year, right, or second year, maybe. Second year, I think. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Twenty twelve, thirteen. Maybe it was rookie year. Okay. No, they drafted him. It's the year receivers, right? Yeah, this was his yeah, rookie. Yeah, I thought year. he didn't come over until twenty thirteen. It was his rookie year. Sorry, you, you guys are correct. Uh, the trivia master has been stumped. Either way, good good call, Dan. It's two one. Uh, back over to you, Justin. Okay. Um, would it be Amir? Amir is still there, right? Amir Johnson is correct. He played thirty eight minutes, nineteen points, sixteen boards, seven of nine shooting, and a plus twenty seven with three assists because he was a fucking boss. Two <laughs> uh, two, Dan. It's back over to you. It's three or four three overall. Hmm. Let's say uh, Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross, you're goddamn right. Terrence Ross. He played 15 minutes, four points on two of eight shooting. Uh, weird night for him. Not his usual uh, efficient self. Um, <laughs> but he was just a minus six, and he had three assists, so that's good. Showing off that secondary playmaking that we all know he's capable of. Uh, that's the point for you, Dan. Three two in the battle round. Justin, back over to you. No strikes for anybody yet. Um. Okay. So Terrence Ross is already taken. Damn, we're, we're running lean already. Uh, Landry Fields. I guessed him earlier. He was still there, right? Uh, that is correct. Landry Fields started this game. Very nice. Played eight, wow. uh, 15 minutes, 8 points, 1 rebound, 1 steal, 2 blocks, 3 of 4 shooting, 1 of 1 from deep, and a plus 5. 
So it's 3-3. Three, three. There's five, four players remaining. Dan, it's over to you. No strikes for anybody yet. Mm. I sense that oh. strikes may be coming. Yeah, I think they might be. Uh, but speaking of people we already talked about, uh, Andrea Bargnani. Andrea Bargnani is incorrect. He did not play in this oh. game. Yeah. He's probably hurt. Probably. You know, it's, a, it's a bold bold call by you, Dan. Uh, that's your first strike. He was on the team. Oh, I'm pretty sure he was on the team. Yeah, he didn't anyway. get traded until the summer after this season. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Um... Who is still there? That wasn't. Was that the year of Alan Anderson? It was yeah, the year of Alan Anderson. That is correct. He played 13 minutes. He had uh, no points, three assists, one steal, one rebound on 0 of 4 shooting, 0 of 3 from deep, and a minus five. Uh, he sucked ass. Uh, fourth, <laughs> but people thought he was good, which is the most inexplicable. He was thing. good down the stretch that year, or was it the year before? Yeah, Mike there James was, was good down the stretch for the Raptors too that one year. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been the year after when they were going against the Nets. Uh, I can't remember. Was he on the Nets? He was on the Nets. Yeah, he was on the Nets for that series. Okay. Uh, Either way, it's 4-3 Justin in the battle round. It's all tied up at fives. Dan, you have one strike. What do you got? How many players have we named so far? Uh, There are three players remaining. We've named seven. Too many. (laughs) Uh, We haven't set a backup point guard, I don't believe. And John Lucas? John Lucas, the only true backup point guard. That is correct. Uh, 17 yeah. points, one rebound, one assist on 6 of 9 shooting. 5 of 7 from deep uh, and a plus 3 off the bench. So back in the driver's seat now, Dan. It's 6-5 uh, f- overall. Justin, you have no strikes, though. There's two guys left. God, you actually just saved me because I was going to guess Augustine. <laughs> but then I feel like, oh, John Lucas. Um, God. Was Hansbro there yet? Hansbro. Tyler Hansbro is incorrect. That is your first strike. Ah. Man. So there are only two players remaining, and Dan has a one-point lead. So if you do the math, Dan, one more correct answer, and you will be the champion. Oh, man. No pressure. Uh, uh, 2012-13. Oh, uh, if this is right, I'm going to be extremely happy. Linus Klaza? Linus Klaza is incorrect. That is your second strike. Damn it. That would have been too sweet. Justin, you have a chance here to uh, at least give Dan a chance. to uh, Nothing happened. Just get it right, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, please miss 11 straight shots at the rim. Uh, Quincy Acey. Quincy Acey is correct. He played two minutes, had one point on 0 of 1 shooting, uh, one rebound and a minus two. So it is now tied up once again at sixes. Dan, you have two strikes. There's one player remaining. Dan, if you get this correct, you win. If not, Justin has a chance to win. Wow, no pressure. Not at all. Uh, Aaron Gray. 
Aaron Gray. That's that's who it was. I know who that was. I is was correct. Aaron, is it correct? Yes. He, yeah, I was going to get that too because I was like, the year before Hansborough, they needed to be the white guy. Yeah. Aaron Gray before Jonas didn't play very much. Aaron Gray had play. himself a game in this one. 25 minutes, he had 7 points, 12 boards, 4 assists, was a plus 10, 3 of 6 shooting. Just a nice tidy across the board effort from Aaron Gray. Uh, Dan, it was close. It was tight. You've pulled it out. You are uh, moving on to the semifinals. You're going to take on the winner of Josh Lewenberg and Dave Soriel in the semifinals. Uh, what do you have to say in victory here? It was uh, not, I think, what most people would have expected here. No, it was a good matchup. I mean, I'm not going to rub too much salt in the wound right after uh, Justin's team just lost the finals like moments ago, essentially, in terms of life. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I feel uh, I feel pretty good about it. I'm really, really happy that I pulled out Aaron Gray because I thought the exact same thing was going to happen with Linus Glaza. And as always, Linus Glaza let me down. So, yeah, that, that, uh, that'll I'm, happen. I'm happy, I'm happy that it worked out eventually. But, uh, you know, I'll just say good game. That was, that was, that was a tight one. It was fun. Justin, what do you have to say? Uh, you could go two ways with this, I suppose. It could be disappointing that you got this far and, and fell flat in your face. Um, you know, it wasn't expected to be this good, but then you came up against a juggernaut and lost. Um, or was it? Uh, or is it? You're just like, is it? I don't know. How do you feel? Tell me how you feel. I I wouldn't have got this far without Brad Stevens. Um, <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, it's a tough loss. It's a tough loss, especially because I was going to go with Aaron Gray and uh, came down to the wire. I'm a little bit salty, but uh, that's life. <laughs> Should have got Popeyes, man. Should have got Popeyes. Should have got guest Popeyes. This Damn is it. a good advertisement for Popeyes. Or waited until you finished your question with the lines we feel for. Also true, uh, although, I don't know, I feel like you were going to throw Landry Fields out there anyway. It seemed like it was just destiny. It was on the tip of your tongue. It had to come out. Um, yeah. This was uh, this was fun, guys. Dan, you're going to move on. Congratulations. We'll probably talk in four months or whatever, whatever. I decided to record the semifinals. <laughs> um, <laughs> Justin, uh, enjoy your basketball. slink back into the shadows. <laughs> enjoy your basketball team. Thank you, thank you. I'm going to have to adjust to having no championship odds, so maybe you can give me some pointers on that. Oh, <laughs> really, though, do the Cavs have any championship odds this season anyway? Really? Uh, probably not. Really? Does anybody? Does anything kind, matter? Kind of banking on some injuries. Does anything matter in this Arby's world of ours? No, it does not. Um... All right, Amen. let's wrap this thing up. Uh, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll be back again later this week, maybe next weekend, with the second two matchups in the semifinals. Some scheduling things didn't quite work out, so we couldn't get all four in today. But the bosses are telling me to make the podcast shorter anyway, so this works out perfectly. And uh, so, yeah, we'll be back again with Josh Lewenberg against Dave Soriel and then Vivek Jacob against Russell Peddle in the other Elite Eight matchups to set up the semifinals. It's very exciting. Until then, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. It's the best way to support the show. Subscribe to Justin's podcast, too. It's very good. Uh, and if you want to hear just, like, sad, crushing Cavs talk, that's the place to go in the next couple weeks. Um, God, yeah, i got to do a recap of this season. I about that. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. At least you didn't have to do daily shows after the team lost terribly. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't feel much sympathy for you. But uh, thanks so much, everyone, for listening. And we will be back again on Monday. I guess with another episode we're going to be talking about Kyle Lowry with our pal Dan Hackett so stay tuned for that and uh, we will talk to you next time on Locked on Raptors Hey Prime members 
you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.